who everyone it's the drunken disorderly podcast and we are back i have no idea what the hell just happened and apparently you guys got to miss dre and aaron ranting which is unfortunate and i'm sorry i i really don't know why my i just lost everything here's the nsa yeah fuck probably it. the russians it was russian collusion motherfucker yeah, it's okay. We can back up a couple steps because this was actually okay. So we're talking about buddy system at convention, people getting lost, right? So Aaron said maybe we should get invest in fucking tiles, you know, like the tiles that you can find with GPS tracking. And that is a great idea. We also need to get portable batteries because everybody's phone runs out of juice by 3 a.m. and that's when everybody gets lost. Yeah. And that's when the best networking happens as well. You know the flashlights that are like hand crank self charging flashlights. Hand crank make a phone battery charger that you can just crank up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that even possible? Uh, hand crank phone charger? Yes. They're not very. Um, they're not very good though. All right, so we are back. We're live. We're populating. Uh, Caleb shared our podcast already. Hi, Caleb. We so, miss you. So uh, we do. We don't miss Caleb. Actually, uh, we do miss Caleb. You miss, miss Caleb. Caleb. We got to hang out with him yeah. this weekend. I got a lot. I got a weekend full of Caleb. Yeah, <laughs> I like hanging out with Caleb. Caleb's okay. Um, <laughs> Caleb, what do, what do we want to say about Caleb since he's not here to defend himself? Why oh, mean, don't be mean to the man child. <laughs> Emphasis on child. <laughs> he gave us so much ammo this weekend. Oh, he did. It was such a good pick on Caleb weekend. So if you if you if you're if this is the only part of this podcast you're gonna hear because you don't know about the three minutes we were live before. Um we uh we all went to a different convention this week. All of us were at uh Iowa except for Aaron. Uh, who is stuck in in Suklahoma? Hey now. <laughs> uh, but in Iowa, we had fun where uh, Dre's libertarian husband basically wrecked everybody. Uh, and if anyone sees uh, Chris Oglesby, give him a hug. Dog. <laughs> CBO is a trooper. He he came out of it okay, but he was having a rough time for a little bit. Yeah. Which I, I will say, it was a lot of fun hanging out. I like, I really like hanging out with Chris. He's a cool guy. He's a good guy. Um, we all en- we all enjoyed the fact that the Yang Gang was present at the Libertarian Party of <laughs> Iowa. What was that? What they had a they had a table at the convention. They- Aaron, I'm walking past, and I'm like, I hadn't noticed this table before, I guess. And I'm walking past, and the guy goes, "Good morning," and I go, "Good," and I look down at the sign, and I go, "Oh," I had no words, like. You what can't you, even be nice to him. That's that's. What are you doing here? You know what? Mad props to him. The dude had the balls to sit, like a representative of his had the balls to buy a table and go promote UBI in the Libertarian Party of Iowa. And look, there's libertarians that buy into the no, UBI. Did you say props to him? The guy had the balls. Um, I I just have a whole different perspective on that. I What's mean, that? it was a it was a nice what fifty dollar donate or however much tables were hundred dollar donation. Sounds, to me, it sounds like about as much fun for that individual 
is like walking through the pits of hell in a gasoline g-string i mean if you are that self-loathing <laughs> maybe you know, politics isn't the place for you most of us were really not as far as i could tell everyone was really nice to him oh um, i just i didn't see anybody speak to him the whole time and he left early yeah well i mean because no one was speaking to him there were people that talked to him but you could tell it was uh, very early on he could tell it was not going to be the crowd for him that and <laughs> let's be honest iowa head. iowa much like nebraska does not have a big convention so what you mean yeah. isn't that like um like everybody was nice to him. Everybody wasn't really nice to him. Everybody was civilly indifferent to him Most versus likely. lighting him up, right? There were there were people going over and talking to him, but not a lot. Oh, so you mean they were libertarian nice? Sure. Okay, okay, whatever. So I didn't witness any of these interactions. So like, what were people saying or asking him? Uh, <laughs> like Dan wanted to try to get him to get Yang to debate him. What'd he say to that? Uh, the guy's a, a uh, low-level peon, so. I mean, why? Like, really, what is the point in Dan deb debating Yang? That's like you debating a toddler at the preschool. <laughs> so the point would be, uh, much, much, much like um, when Ted Cruz goes on and, and uh, does his thing with Bernie Sanders and wrecks him all over the place, which I don't, I'm not a big Ted Cruz fan, but, it, but it's he's fun a watch. hell of a lot better uh better at debating than Bernie Sanders is that's for damn sure it would be kind of like that although I actually I don't think it would be quite that bad because Yang for how we however much we disagree is an intelligent man and Bernie Sanders is a fucking idiot okay what's up no, Tom, no. <laughs> hey, Tom. <laughs> you say that you say Bernie Sanders is a fucking idiot yes. however Bernie Sanders has been much more effective than any of us at mobilizing people. It's so really easy to mobilize people when you offer them free shit, Aaron. <laughs> like, like his policies suck, um, and he doesn't understand basic math, like clearly. But he has an area of suboptimism <laughs> somewhere because he keeps getting reelected and mobilizing people. Uh, maybe. Uh, hello, Carl. How are you doing? We we got to hang out with Carl too. You didn't get to hang out with Carl. No, and this one, you know why you got to be that way? You got to rub that shit in. Like that's okay because I am gonna be in Ohio at the Ohio State Convention speaking there without you. Uh, we, we might show up. When's Ohio? You guys should show up. I will um shoot you the deets. Oh, uh, I'm trying to think of who I know in Ohio. Like okay, Michelle yeah, McCutcheon's in Ohio, in Ohio, right? Chrissy Wickers. Hi, Chrissy. Um, oh, yeah. Nana is there. Dude, hey, isn't Doug. Nana the guy that uh, is said you mistaken lost. for a small child in a crowd? Is No. Doug. <laughs> Where am I, mean, I no, thinking Babka? He did follow the wrong person away from the bus. <laughs> um, but he was working. Oh, no, it's totally, it's totally Dustin Nana. It's totally the, the one that would you could lose in a... Christmas okay, time. I have to look. I don't know who that is. Part of it is like, you know, some people, some people when they're drinking, they get really obnoxious and Dustin doesn't like, that's not Dustin, right? He's just really chill. So he'll just sit somewhere and be really quiet. You forget he's there. Um, what else are we doing? So here's one. We all are shooting for Missouri. That is try, Missouri. June 14th and 15th. We're going to try to be there. 
Uh, we might even talk to them about trying to get a press pass and a table, maybe. See how we much that would love to do that. I would love to bring the mobile studio and um, do a special live podcast from Missouri. Kansas, our Kansas peeps, we really wanted to be there, but we've got schedule conflicts and previous engagements. We're just not going to be able to do it this time. What that means is that no one likes Kansas. That is not true. Chris Logan in Kansas, Bone Chapel in Kansas, Jeff Caldwell. I love you guys. Zach's just a dick. I, I mean, I just, having having had to drive through Kansas one too many times, I'm just done with that state. It can it can stop existing. Oh, stop. <laughs> you say that about driving through Kansas, but driving back from the unconvention, I'm, I'm almost to the border, almost to the border, uh, and it's this beautiful sunny day, and out of a like literally out of nowhere comes hail. There so you here, go. Here's the thing about Kansas. Bam. Kansas, Nebraska, though, dude. No, no, pause though. <laughs> like Kansas knows that it sucks to the point where all of the state troopers, like it's the only state that does this too. It's like, if you're three over on a highway, they will nail your ass. And it's only Kansas. Every other state around them is like, Seven or eight, you're probably still okay. Kansas is like, fuck you. You're two over. You're going to jail, boy. <laughs> Did you just say that all Kansas State troopers are like fucking Barney Fife knockoffs? Yes. That's what I heard. <laughs> Calling everybody boy. You know Clayton Hunt in Texas has a, has a great fishing method for, for police. It involves a, a cane pole and a donut. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I'm trying to get all my peeps tonight. Yeah, we, we had a good crowd already. If you're watching us on a watch party, remember that um, we can't see your comments there. Um, when we start the watch party, so we're not always able to track them. So if you want to comment and you want us to be able to see them, please go to the Drunken Disorderly Liberty page on Facebook. Click to please. join the podcast there. We'll be able to see what you're saying and interact with you better. Thanks for watching us. We love you guys. But go to the Facebook page if you want us to be able to respond to your comments. For sure. Um, so, yeah, that was – we did – what else cool happened in Iowa? I'm trying to think. Were there pies? Tell me there were pies. Yeah, there was a pie. Hey, uh, your boy's still up by two votes. It's 95-93. Yay. Hey, you guys, tonight, awesome. tonight, it's very, very possible that in Oklahoma we may win our first elected seat – even though just a little a little while ago, David Greer in Oklahoma, David, if you're watching, props to you, man. Um, David took a city council seat by appointment. Uh, Chad Williams is running in Choctaw. His election is tonight. Chad, we love you. Keep us posted. We're watching your election returns. Chad, you're okay. I, I kind of like you on Facebook, but that, that Sooners helmet, that's always your avatar, just, it hurts my soul. Like, what would what would your helmet look like that, that was on your avatar? Avatar. Like I mean, helmet. I at this point, I'm not actually that into sports, but I guess like just wearing Arsenal jersey or something. Oh, I was thinking he's gonna be like the old opera faux Viking horns or something. Oh no! Like if we're talking if we're talking like uh, helmets and stuff, like definitely a Husker helmet, but you know, crash safety crash helmet. <laughs> oh boy! Hey Zach, where's your sign that you brought home this weekend from the convention? It's still on the team. Uh, you know, I might actually 
have one anyway as I think about it. Slacker. Dre, he's a slacker. I know, right? He steals a sign and then he doesn't even put it up. This isn't, this isn't the right one, but everyone remember, hashtag just the tippets. <laughs> nice hashtag. I do not, but that was one of my favorites. Get the work truck was another good one. Unfortunately, no, we will not be going to California this weekend. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, California, if you want us there, we're approachable, but that last minute ticket's going to be costly. Yep. GBR. Yeah, that's what all my uh, every uh, post in my feed before I had, you know, 8,000 libertarian friends on uh, football Saturdays was GBR and go Skurs. Now we've got it in ours. I don't blame Elfie for not bringing the sign in. I, I blame Zach because it's Tuesday and I'm sure he was in the Jeep today. No, Elfie had the Jeep today. Oh, well, even, you though, had even though I had the job interview, she had to go into Fremont. So she had the deep. Well, you guys went home Saturday. Right. Uh, and then Sunday, I didn't really leave my bed because I finally took that thing. And that was the greatest. Tell me I came now. to Jesus on Sunday. <laughs> and had the most religious of experiences. And look, look, we talk about this shit all the time, so I don't even care. I don't know how strong those were, but God damn, that is the best sex I've ever had in my life. It's nice, isn't it? Oh my God. <laughs> and, and because, um, wait, he won 95 to 93? Sorry, no, no, I'm not gonna let this be distracting. <clears throat> Here we go. So, um, with uh how, do, how much fuck it here we go so we do a lot of like tease and denial and bondage and stuff and i'm really sorry for those of you that aren't tuning in for this yeah, kind of talk you are easily offended and you're a first time viewer sorry you get a parental advisory um <laughs> this podcast might upset you uh just like, we talk about grown-up things on this podcast talk about very grown-up things and many illegal things so Imagine being insanely high for three hours and basically being being teased that entire time until about the very end. It well, was a good time. It was amazing. And and Elfie's kind of cute too, so that was a plus. She is kind of cute. You uh, guys totally act like newlyweds in public still. Elfie and I? Yes. <laughs> We're still in that phase, right? There's there it, Speaking of newlyweds, are you and John any closer to being libertarian married? Uh, yes, we have met with the attorney. Oh. And wait, are you? What? I'm, I'm sorry. Are you calling victory, Chad? Like, is this over? Chad, Chad Williams is saying victory in chat. Oh, he said two libertarians were elected in Oklahoma tonight. Let me see. Let me see. Yep. Oh, there we you go. Ninety-five, ninety-three. Chad, you what? I know that you're not the chair there anymore, but I feel like that's that's a victory for you because you would have been the chair for most of that. This is a victory for all of us. And you know what? Nobody nobody gets credit for Chad's campaign except Chad. Chad oh, yeah. did his ass on his campaign. He was 
he he's self-funded. He he handled all his own funding, all his own campaign stuff. Chad busted his ass. I mean, there we definitely had he definitely had support, and we love Chad. So yeah, people went out and door knocked, and there was some sign waving and stuff. But no, man, this is all Chad. That's awesome. It's all Chad. So why isn't why isn't why haven't you booked booked Chad yet then? All right. Well, you know what? I talked to him tonight, and honestly, Chad's been crazy busy. Um, but I talked to him today and did when we were sign waving and did tell him, man, we want to have you on after this election. So Chad Williams, we want to have you on to talk about your win. I'm so happy for you. And Congratulations. Here's yes. the thing. So you we're going to his ass off. We're going to go back to this, this topic. <clears throat> there is now a libertarian on a city council who won by two votes. This was 95, 93. I don't want to hear any more of this bullshit. Your vote doesn't matter. Nonsense. Thank you. Thank you. And it might not matter for a Senate campaign, but three less people vote in this race, and we have a different winner. I don't want to hear that shit anymore. It's important. And and thank you to everybody who came out today and voted in Choctaw for Chad. Um, That is two city councilors now in Oklahoma. So that's the other thing. Stop fucking telling me libertarians can't win seats. Mm -hmm. And stop fucking telling me that that's not the goal. Yep. And Choctaw, congratulations! You are now the one cool city in Oklahoma. Two, two. We got Darby. I believe the other one was appointed, but okay, I'll give it to you. He's still there. <laughs> First and third Tuesdays, I have a meeting. I have to. Oh, is that when their city council meeting is on Tuesdays? <laughs> well, we'll get. We'll. We'll. I'll have. I'll make sure Aaron can kind of hook that up for us. We'll get you on. Yeah, I would love to like. Pull Chad in either right before a city council meeting or right after and pull him on a podcast and let's talk about what went down and what he thinks. Yeah, Chad, would that work? We uh, we go live at seven. Well, he's here, so he knows when we go live. Yeah, Chad is a regular <laughs> viewer. Um, I've had a few glasses of wine. Give me a break. <laughs> it is the Drunken Disorderly podcast. So this is a good uh, – so who the heck is Josh Clark when – Josh Clark won Dale School Board 55 to 49. I don't know who that is, Ben. Six votes. Another yeah. close one. And look, school boards are hella important. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, something Chad pointed out to me today that I it, it had never occurred to me about water districts, rural water districts. Oh, yeah. Great place to find <laughs> uh, mud, mud races, that kind of thing. Fair board. All right, so uh, Chad says he's open second Tuesday. Let's uh, let's shoot for next month's second Tuesday for him. If yeah, you can make that happen, Aaron. Get him booked. Uh, because right now we actually have a, d- a different candidate. Um, so next week, I'm afraid to say this because we keep having guests not show up. But I'm I'm no, trusting you. Because then if he doesn't show up, people will know. Right. Everybody uh, will know. Oscar Herrera is coming on next week. He's uh, he's, running, he's running for uh, state house in Ohio. So we're back to Ohio here. And he started. Um, I, I want to make sure I say this right, because it, it can be really offensive if I don't. Um, the Libertarian Hispanic Caucus. So uh, he's in the Ohio. There's there's something else that's kind of huge about this race, especially if he can win this seat. So ballot access is always a challenge in Ohio, right? We anticipate it's going to continue to be a challenge 
for at least a while more. But if Oscar can win this seat, think think of how that conversation changes. Mm -hmm. The old parties are now going to what? They're going to come to you and tell you, even though you have a, an elected libertarian sitting in the state house that you don't have ballot access. Yeah. And look, here's the thing with, with him, you can't, I, I hate to play this card, but I, I mean, know he's, he's kind it, of, he's kind of playing it himself a little bit. You can't, you can't really beat him on the, the oppression Olympics unless you're going to find like, me. Someone who's a weird intersection of like four or five minorities. He's 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 young. He's Hispanic. He sounds like a really smart guy from what I've seen. I can't wait to actually speak to him for the first time. So that's going to be a great podcast, I think. I think it's going to be fun. We're going to have fun. And I think he's got a good shot. Like, I mean, Chad Williams just proved to you libertarians can win elections, right? And yep. he did it without a ton of money and he did it without a huge staff and he did it without all of that. He did it. So, it, you know, it happens. It just happened tonight. Excuse me. And it's going to continue to happen. And, and I think people don't realize there are, there are hundreds of libertarians holding office today. Hundreds. It's not, it's not a one-off. This is happening. Yeah. Uh I mean, we, we've we've always said as much as we have to focus on governor races and presidential races because that's how we get our ballot access. Realistically, where we're where we are most effective right now is to do exactly what Chad just did. Right. Like we got to win those races. We got to build up. A, like you can't. In my mind, it's very very rare that you're going to win a congressional seat if. If first you don't have a candidate that's been a state senator or uh, a mayor of a decent sized city, like those are the people that win those seats. Well, then we need to go win those things first. And that's what that's what Chad just did. He he just won a city council spot. Now, maybe that's the end for him. Maybe he doesn't go farther than that. And that's like he's just not called to. But maybe. Oh, he's know, gone further than that. I, I hope so. I hope no so. Choices, Chad. Um, I hope he's a mayor. The has an election tonight. We're waiting to see what comes out of John Phillips city council race in Decatur. Mm -hmm. we, we may have another win tonight. It's going to be a good night, people. <clears throat> yep. Uh, I suppose I should. You guys talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to go see if I can pull that one up. Yeah, we have two. Josh Clark won also. First, awesome. yeah. Congratulations, Josh. You're down school board. So Josh Clark won a school board seat tonight. Uh, Chad Williams won a city council seat tonight. Um, these, these seats are winnable. And and I get it, right? All of the, these would-be candidates that we have, they imagine this prestigious seat, right? It, U.S. Congress. They're all shit seats, just so you know. They are. Um but I'm going to run for U.S. Congress and I'm going to run for U.S. Senator. I'm going to run for state Senate and I'm going to be president. And, and you know what? You might be someday. But if you're not willing to start at city council, you never will be. Never. And we need those are pretty important positions. Those things get things done in your local community. And that is where things affect people most. Yeah, That's I where mean, people change the most. It is. You know, we bitch about the federal government. And as libertarians, we want as much of that gone as possible as quickly as fucking possible right but the government that 
that affects your life every minute of every day in a much more vivid way as your local government. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that, you know, that gets lost a lot and we need to keep that in focus, especially since if we start there, if we start grassroots and go up, our candidates are going to just graduate to larger positions. They're going to be community leaders. And so then they're going to be in the public eye and then they'll be better candidates in larger positions. And guys, too, don't kid yourself. That is specifically why these ballot access laws in these states are written the way that they are. They're written so that we have to waste time and waste yep. energy and waste resources and really good candidates on these big races that just aren't winnable for us yet. They want to bankrupt us on those races so that we forget to focus on the little ones. And you know what? For 40 years, it's worked. So uh, update on John Phillips. So 54% of precincts reporting in, he is in fifth. Uh, it's not looking like he's going to win, but he's competitive because like there's two people that have over 18%. How many seats? Three, I believe. You vote for three, there's three seats open. So it's basically the top three get in. So there's two people who have it clear at 18%, one person at 16 and then two thirds, two people at 13 and a half, and then John has um, 11 and two thirds, which means he was competitive in this race. Well, and with only 50% of the precincts. Right, that could change. He look, could we remember what happened with Bethany Baldez, right? Bethany yeah. was declared a winner and, and won her, her seat. And then at, at hour zero, they found one missing ballot box of ballots and the race went to somebody else. So oh, that race. only 50% I mean, of the reporting, there's still a lot of room for John. Yeah, there's there's still room uh, if one expects voting patterns to hold. But maybe we're about to hit a part of the town where like all his family lives or something, and this is going to swing the other way. Right, it's, or you're going to hit close. the rural part of the town. There's Worst case scenario is he was he was really effective and right. has a lot of votes that proves that he's not a a, a bad can't like he he was competitive. Right, eleven percent just just on its face now. If we stopped it right now, eleven percent is competitive. <laughs> I mean, uh, Elfie says that her bath bomb is a maze ball since she can still smell it. I don't, I don't know why you're messaging me that, but I love you. You're kind of smixy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Newlyweds. Like we did have um, a guest scheduled tonight. Um, uh, a really cool, really funny trying his hand at stand up um, guy out of Seattle. We hope you're well. Um, reach out to us if, if you are well and you're ready to jump on, we're we're ready to bring you on. Um, either way, let us know that you're not in a ditch somewhere, man. Yeah, I hope you're okay. And you know, it's some silly reason you're not here and not in a ditch, <laughs> right? And like, no, know, know that you you matter to us. Do any of us really matter, though? No, no, <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> I always felt like a dick because, like, anytime I would hear someone say, like, oh, Black Lives Matter or All Lives Matter, it's, I'd always be like, D but do any lives really matter <laughs> when you get right down to it? <laughs> do, you like, do we need a new joke about the, liber the difference between a libertarian and a nihilist? Like, what is that phase? Is it two campaigns like that? <clears throat> Bring There's up. a joke there somewhere. Send us your jokes. 
Oh, Oscar's oh, here hanging Oscar? out with us. What's up, homie? Hey, Oscar. We were just talking mad shit about him. We were talking about him. Um, yeah, Ben, we are bringing on Chad, uh, hopefully, next month. Um, but yeah, Oscar's in, in the slot for next week. Uh, show up, Oscar. Don't be that guy. Oscar, we already told everybody you're the guest for next week. So <laughs> yeah, man, you, man. You know what? That's what we should do from now on. We'll announce them a week ahead of time. If they don't show up, it's on them. They, you know, we're not going to call them out after the fact, but we'll call them out before. Oh, no, let's call them out after the fact. Somebody get a whiteboard and let's make a wall of shame. <laughs> we should. We should. Oh. You know? Because some of those people are like our some of those people are like our fans, like you know. Well, and, then they know things apples. happen. Things happen. It's fun. It's just, we've had really bad luck lately, <laughs> right? And I think maybe Zach's more forgiving than Aaron and I. I am. I'm I, over look, you guys keep say keep like when I say kill him with kindness and stuff like that. You guys, are, oh, you're full of shit. No, I'm the nice person, and I always really have. He really is the nicest of the three of us. Yeah. All right, Ch Chad Williams is booked for May 14th. We're doing it. Okay, good deal. So, now. so next week is Oscar. Uh, the Tuesday following that, we have a guest that so many of you know and love who is near and dear to you. Oh, yeah. I, I almost forgot who we booked. I'm like, what? Oh, he's going to be so mad at you. Uh, he's already, he already just comes onto the podcast like, oh, hello, my lovelies. Oh, and fuck you, Zach. So See? whatever. God, like you. Anyway, it is the illustrious Tom Arnold, who we all know and love. We know you all know and love him. Um, so be ready for that coming up in two weeks. Um, I mean, him and I are just going to sit there and talk about why Tennessee is the best state in the union anyway. <laughs> Look, there are some badass activists in Tennessee. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Fuck the activists. Have you been in the Smoky Mountains before? Oh, I, you, you have not I lived hope, life. I hope David Sexton is watching tonight and Marcus Baker and CJ Moriarty. I hope they are watching tonight. Victoria Pageley, are you watching tonight when this guy says, fuck, fuck the activists? And and when when I say... Have you lived in the Smoky Mountains? They're gonna be like, oh no, that's that's totally fair. Never mind. You just okay, can't compare. Amazing. Zach, you get a pie for that. <laughs> and not the kind you like. There's only like one kind of pie I like, actually. <laughs> gotta be aware, dude. We home. are all really aware. Okay, that I feel like there's a joke here that I just missed. What's going there on? There is. Yeah, my mind went dirty. Did you not, Zach? What? My mind went right, right to the dirty thing. No, like there's legitimately. I like you homemade apple pie. Thing, That's the only pie right? that I like. You're thinking, I don't Are we talking about eating pie. eating vagoo right now? Because I mean, <laughs> That's a new one on me. Vagoo. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> wow, I've heard a lot of different names for it. That's new to me. <laughs> Out of all the ways you could have expressed that, that's the one you pick. Like really? Do you guys have like huge plans for this weekend? Uh, we have the girl. Oh, I think this is the Ren Fair this weekend. Is it? Is it this weekend or next weekend? It's kind of early for that, isn't it? Yeah, it might be in May. Never mind. Um, 
I think we have a guest from out of town coming in. What's going on this weekend? Are you going to wreck that person's world like you did, Chris? Of course. <laughs> what kind of host would we be if we did it? Yep. We have a friend coming in Thursday through Sunday. <laughs> I swear to God, I still believe that you guys schedule your sex on that fucking calendar. Your whole life is on that damn calendar. Did John have an appointment? Like... You have I mean, look, everything on there. Elfie and I basically have to schedule sex at this point because her job has her out till 10 o'clock on most nights. Yeah, if so anyone, if anyone like, wants to hire a sexy little elf and let her work have, mornings. Like, some kind of pet name for it. Actually, I I just found out about a job today. Uh, we can talk about it after the show. All right. So it's I'm going to a conference this weekend that I'm kind of excited about. So A conference, that seems yeah, it's dubious. The, it's the it's complicated Oklahoma um, conference and it's hosted by the Oklahoma it, Poly Network. And I was just gonna say, is that a poly? <laughs> yeah, and so I'm gonna go and check out. They've got some demos and some really cool seminars and. So I don't know if I'm supposed to be allowed to talk about this, but there's a, a group in Omaha, and I won't I won't out them just just in case they don't want to be. Um, but they do uh, kink events in Omaha. And really? the next, the next one is called their the King Carnival, <laughs> and it's their big event. And they're getting like semi-professional people in, and in all these like in flogging and suspension and all these different aspects. And they're gonna have like this this they rent this big uh, hall, and they're gonna have like demos and things like that. And it's gonna be really I'm, fun, dude. I love. I'm friends with a girl in Omaha who is uh, a Liberty friend. And she's all of her pictures are sus of suspension gatherings, and they're like these really, really long. They're like in warehouses, basically. Yeah. And from this, I'm like, oh my god! And it is giant hooks in their skin. Uh, so she oh, although that's different. We're talking rope suspension, but a hook suspension oh. is also it's an edge play activity. Yeah. Holy I I don't god. have that kind of testicular fortitude. And she's talking about how it doesn't hurt, and it's yeah. Um, if there's it's no done right, it doesn't hurt. I'm like, holy crap, how is there no blood? You're piercing the skin. Well, part of it is you, you, this isn't just like me or you trying to stick a fish hook in, in Zach's back, right? Like these are people who are trained to do what they're doing. So that's part of it. Um, and the other part of it involves um, brain chemicals and body reactions. It, there are certain chemicals that your brain releases at different times. Um, that can help stem flow of blood, all kinds of other things. Um, you know, our brains were developed to help us survive. Um, right. it, it's all kind of ties together. But uh, hook suspension can be incredibly euphoric. Yeah, I'm these. Too I'm too fat, so it makes me. I don't think it was sex related. I think most people were had pretty tame clothing on. Pretty. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 about the euphoria. It's it's. Um, you know when you go to the gym and you work out like crazy and you get the huge endorphin rush and you feel great? It's like it's like that on crack. <laughs> Aztec, nope. Um, so, yeah, that's – I don't even remember what weekend that is, but we're doing that coming up. Fun. I love demo weekends. Yeah. You should, you should come up and, and demo with us. Elfie said oh, uh, me that stuff. About May 4th and 5th. Oh, that's the Ren Fair. Oh, okay. The thing that we're taking our, our daughters to. <laughs> Did you guys know how do you, you guys use Airbnb, right? No. Never. 
I, I will. I'm willing to buy a bunch of our viewers use Airbnb. Sure, and uh, if you're if you're one of our viewers with more kinky tendencies, um, I, you should absolutely know that kink BNB is a thing. Um, so you can find kink friendly, fully equipped spaces to rent versus a standard Airbnb. Absolutely something worth checking out. I've thought about when I build my land in Tennessee, building like buying the plot next to me and and building like a professional dungeon and doing something like that. You remember the house that went for sale in Pennsylvania a couple months back, right? Yes. I wanted that bed. So like just the bed. That bed. <laughs> just wanted the bed. That, that house was amazing. <laughs> And that, that room, that like, house so was so cool. Was, even Gray it wanted it. <laughs> like intimidating, you know what I mean? Because it was like you know open and white. It wasn't like a closed-in black dungeon with all these things in right. there. You know, my concern though would be like because I'm not familiar with all the laws in Pennsylvania. I know um, that we, the King community, faced some some serious issues in New York not too long, not too far back in Massachusetts. I would be concerned. Um, without having a great grasp of that. This is one of those areas that we push back on so much because of so much government overreach. You're talking about consensual activities between consentable adults. And, and for some reason, the state believes that they get to play a role in that. And, and they don't, they don't. Out of our bedrooms. Out of my bedroom, out of my bank account, out of my front yard, out of my grocery cart, that would be fucking great. First start, just first start. Uh, I mean, can you think of any area of your life? And viewers, this one goes out to you too. Let me know if if this area exists for you. Is there any area of your life that government doesn't touch, or that you think it's okay, or you want more of? Like, I would love to know where you like government. Yeah, where do we Government. <laughs> like, I mean, I know our viewers will say that they want more government anywhere, but you know, if we have somebody who's not liberty minded on here who would like gov more government in their life or uh, appreciates the government where it is, please let me know. I'm dying, dying. If you here. really feel like you need more government in your life, please just admit that you're a submissive looking for a dominant. And I know a girl who's looking for a submissive, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, own that because oh that's God, the reality. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I mean, we see that we see that meme all the time with this, where they took the Gadsden snake and put a ball gag in its mouth, and it's like, tread on me harder, Daddy. Yeah. You know what? You laugh, but I have a plan to get that tattoo on my left thigh. Um, <laughs> I've already left a deposit on it with an awesome Liberty tattooist. Um, and I just have to get to him to get it done. We, we ran out of time in New Orleans. So that's going. And again, sponsors. I was going to say, talked about it. Alex Jones on the other hip. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it. So for the right site sponsorship, and here's what it costs you. It costs you $1,000 sponsorship to the Drunken Disorderly Podcast. And you have to cover <laughs> the tattooist fees. I get to pick the guy. Um and, and I, I'll tell you, if you want to price it, price it out, the guy is Riley Baxter at Pussycat Tattoos in Vegas. Um, Riley did the tattoo on my calf. I'd like some continuity. Um, but for that size sponsorship, 
I will put a huge tattoo of Alex Jones in drag with the ball gag in his mouth on my right outer thigh. That's all it takes. Reach out. We'll get it done. Um, for You know what? I'll do it for 500 on my ass. There you go. Hey, Sebulon Harris. Hey, even us subs can't stand government. And it's because government yeah, because does government not government get consent. Government doesn't get consent, and consent is key. Is key. Well, and government says that you can't be a sub. In some places, yeah. In most places. I mean, there are, like, what, something like still 39 states, states where all sex is illegal? Jesus How many Christ. of you are going to jail tomorrow? Raise your hand. <laughs> I never have any kind of sex other than missionary for the purposes of procreation. Dude. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> yeah, well, I do. They're fucking liars. I will only <laughs> I believe it about Dre. Just because, go fuck yourself. Just because her her liberty husband is so square about that kind of stuff. Okay, he is. He's my boy, oh my and God. I love him. But he's pretty square. Like John, we love you. Um, but dude, so wait, 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 yeah. wait. Where will I put my my tattoo? Look, man, I I am actually really picky about tattoos, and I might not get another one. At this point. So, no, no, no. You guys got to circle back. I need to, I am sure John also would like to know exactly why you think he's so square. Because he whined for like 15 minutes in Iowa. Honestly, honestly, though, that's not the vibe I got from John. I don't get the vibe that John is square. I just get the vibe that John thinks it's none of your fucking business. (laughs) But it's still fun to tease him. (laughs) I mean... But what did he whine about in Iowa? I missed this. Uh, just whining about uh, Aaron and I corrupting you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think BDSM. he meant that, though. Like, I think he meant that in a good way, not in a negative way. You take oh, he's, he's so just bullshit. It, he was just bullshitting. It, I, but it's funny to me. Hey, Christy. Yeah, he was totally kidding. But, yeah, John and sex, it's totally – he considers it a private thing. You know what I mean? He isn't that dude that not only does he want the government out of his business, but he wants every fucking buddy out of his business. Very much. Props to him for that. (laughs) I mean, really. And like you're sitting there giving me shit about being at the Oklahoma convention while you're at the Iowa convention. Um, Can you legally possess like large quantities of marijuana in Iowa? Because you can in Oklahoma. Do you think that stopped anybody? Well, I never stopped anybody, but let me tell you, when you're not constantly looking over your shoulder worrying about a cop, this shit goes down so much easier. You, right now, you are talking to people who live in the state that will be the last one in the union to legalize. So You know what? We said that about Oklahoma, too. We no, did. no, no. It is different. Oklahoma has a different kind of people than Nebraska. I don't know, man. I think if we can get the hemp bill passed, we have a good shot at getting decriminalization. If Why we do you get- need the hemp bill passed when the feds just uh, just regulated hemp under the farm bill? Right, but then states still have the ability yeah. to ban it on a state level, and most states had bills had laws already in place to supplement the federal laws. That I mean, have maybe, to or maybe you build a case that argues that this falls under interstate commerce and it's the Commerce Department's decision. 
Right. So either you have to fight this, you have to fight this at a legal level, or fight it on a ballot access, a ballot initiative level. I or was you can, asked like a week ago to write a letter for lobbyists to present for hemp legalization. Dude, I would do a ballot initiative nine times out of ten. Ballot initiative is going to be more successful than lobbying, finding allies, greasing palms, kissing ass. Just put it on a ballot initiative. It it does take more volunteer work. And you do have to have a volunteer force that's willing to do the work. But there are a lot of people like I'm going to tell you, you want to get an initiative passed, any initiative passed on the ballot, call Boomer Shannon. Here's the problem in Nebraska. All of our activists checked out after 2018. So get them back. Um, or build some new ones. I think we'll have to build some new ones. I mean, this is, it, I think, you know, Ben Letter asked me at the close of our convention, you know, I was, we're trying to get shit in the car, right? And um, and he's like, do you have like any fun? <laughs> it, it, and I, it kind of caught me off guard. Number one, I didn't think he was going to ask me anything. I was trying to get out of there and it was a little bit high. Um, and it had been a pretty productive convention. But what I told him is what I'm going to tell everybody who's watching tonight. I think sometimes we forget why we do this. Right? Because, like, it's great to say we pass this initiative on, on medical marijuana or recreational marijuana, and we're so much closer to marriage equality. Don't kid yourself. Marriage equality, we haven't even begun to scratch the surface there. Um, marriage equality, true marriage equality, is nothing like what we have now. Um, but it's coming it, and we think that we get these little wins and we feel this great sense of satisfaction. Um, but that's not really why we do this. Those are little bitty battles in a great big war. And we do this because people are being, are dying and being thrown in cages. Right. It is literally life and death. All right. You ready for uh, election update? Yes. Uh, so everything kind of evened out, it looks like, but John did go down to 10.6. Um, so it looks like he, like, it, it looks like he's not going to be last. Uh, and, and it was competitive, like, um, just not, not quite, not quite going to get there. It looks like no, but in, getting in 2000, order. getting 2000 votes. <laughs> With a, a voter turnout of uh, looks like seventy five hundred voted in this um, in this you know two thousand votes on a pick three is, is pretty good. So and let's point out too on this. So we're talking about a city council race mm -hmm. getting two thousand votes out of almost eight thousand. In I'm sorry, I am counting that wrong. It is 2,000 votes out of almost 20,000. Almost 20,000. Okay. In many, many states, this city council district, this number of voters would elect a state representative. Oh, yeah. This is a very densely populated area. And in, in the way you operate a campaign and the way you have to do things in a densely populated area in an urban area versus a rural area are very, very different. I really would encourage candidates to find those rural seats. Um, rural seats are a really good place to start and you can gain a whole lot of ground and, and you can make a whole lot of difference.
we should more than you can in an urban area. We should point out. I think. Um, I think he was saying that Jacob Jenkins, who was running for mayor in that city, was also a libertarian. Is that? Do you know if that's true or not? I don't. Hey, John, if you're watching, I know John's not watching. He's um, watching election returns right. come in. Um, he will join. I, us I know that they were they were kind of working together at the very least. That guy got sixteen and a third on a three way race. Not bad. That's respectable. Nice. He Very. covered. He covered the spread. You'll 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 hear uh, tomorrow. You'll hear people complaining about him costing or potentially costing David Horn the election. You know, what? it used to piss me off when people David Horn did a tribe murder. Like, does it does it still piss you guys off when people are like libertarians are just spoilers? Because it used to piss me off. It doesn't. No, anymore. I love oh, that I shit. Love mm. I yeah, want to like. Now I'm like, you're damn right. And if you want us yep. to stop doing that, give us better fucking candidates. Stop yeah. putting up shit and asking us to vote for shit. Put up or get up. And you know, yeah, I don't want to hear crying about how we stole your votes. We didn't steal shit. We got votes. You didn't win. Do better. And goddamn, how... How egotistical, narcissistic, and self-centered do you have to be to say you stole my votes? They right. weren't your fucking votes to begin with. You right. crazy motherfucker. You failed to earn those votes. Nobody stole your votes. You dropped the goddamn ball. You know, that takes a lot of fucking balls to say somebody stole like, your votes. You. you didn't win the votes, you shitty-ass candidate. Do better. It's implied that we owe our votes to somebody. Do you owe your vote to any motherfucker ever? Hell no. Earn my vote. And when I give it to you, be grateful. Yeah, or you won't get it again, motherfucker. So Most I do want to. Jobs, you got to earn that shit. And you better be thankful or it's never happening again. I, 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 I want to jump in here um, <laughs> while we still have viewers. Uh and we're going to talk about this. This is our red bubble. It's red bubble slash people slash drunken disorderly slash shop. Uh, this is what we have available. You, it has all of our designs. I recommend with our main design that you use a black t-shirt, not a white t-shirt because the pink, the pink pops a lot more on black as, as you will have seen. If you saw the picture of my beautiful wife, um, or buy our, buy our stuff. These designs are cool. Like, get get yourself a phone case. It looks cool to have a phone case that says "Drunken Disorderly" on it. Do it. It does look cool. Um, there are some pics out there floating around, mm. if of, of what that looks like. If you want to know um, what it actually looks like, there's some, and we have stickers. So, like, if you want a sticker, just like, man, write to us. We need an address. We need to know where to send it to. We're happy to like send out a few stickers, but only to the first 50 people who write. Um, so DM us, let us know. Um, yeah, people in Iowa got some stickers this weekend. It was good times. Um, we gave out a lot of stickers. So there were some, there were some, some things that we talked, like some people that we talked to in Iowa. We want to have uh, Jocelyn on to talk about uh, pro-life issues. Cool, cool. Uh, that'll be interesting because um, there's nothing more exciting or that builds more bonding experiences than talking about abortion. 
I just want a whole lot of notice for that so I can stock up. I'm going to the dispensary. I will have multiple eights on hand. <laughs> so for those of you that may or may not know, uh, I'm pro-choice. I'm also very good friends with Jocelyn, who is very pro-life. Erin, where, where do you I, stand? I am personally pro-life and publicly. Um, I, I, I would never presume to want to make those choices. I, I can't, can't imagine the struggle that I would have making that choice for myself. Um, and I certainly don't want to assume to be able to, to know a full picture for somebody else. Um, what I do know is I, I want the government to have no part of it. Absolutely. I, I'm pro artificial womb. Get that technology rolling. Let's get it there. And then we can stop I having this fucking that, debate. Though. You know, even with that, you get into some ethical issues. Can you? Yeah. Absolutely. So there are ethical issues there, but those issues are way less than the ethical issues we're having right now. Really? I mean, can you forcibly remove a fetus from a woman's body? Well, isn't that what an abortion is? Yeah, but could you do it without a consent? Everybody assumes that every abortion is going to be a person later that, or is the government going to force you to take care of your bag, baby? Well, and two, everybody assumed. What What about personal, physical, uh, you know, anatomic uh, autonomy? Do I not have a right to control who enters my body at at, at any time, and why? So that becomes a question. And also, everybody assumes that that every abortion performed in the United States is done on a conscious person and is done. <laughs> that person's decision and isn't simply a medical decision where physicians are overriding the will of the patient and that happens all the time people who wind up in comas or pbs um doctors make those decisions for them and they don't get a voice so fair enough um i think that i mean Yes, those happen all the time, but they're so statistically minor. Let's let's deal with the statistical attention. Because I don't care when my kid got sick. Um, uh, a statistical irrelevancy. It it's fine to say that, but when you become the irrelevancy, and it's a I'm, whole I'm not. Character. So it was at this point that the feed cut out because BeLive decided to upgrade my service from light to standard and that kicked me out of the room. So this is where we're going to have to end that episode. Uh, check us out on Facebook at Drunken Disorderly Liberty and we would also like to give a shout out to John Phillips for becoming a subscriber. If you would like a shout out, uh, you can go to anchor.fm uh, slash uh, Zachary Taylor, I believe, or no, Ozaraptor. Anchor.fm slash Ozaraptor. And there's a, a link there to support us for a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars a month. And that would, any of those options will get you a shout out on the podcast. Thank you, and we'll see you all next week. <laughs>